The truth is, your time here is limited. Without hyper-consciousness and consistent self-awareness, you will miss every opportunity to invest it wisely. There's never been a more important time then to focus on that which matters while actively and unapologetically ridding yourself from that which just doesn't. Your why power is the key designing your success or your circumstance. It will center you, ground you, and fuel you to accomplish even your wildest dreams. So don't waste another minute. Ask yourself that one crucial question. Why? Welcome, everyone. My name's Amelia Smith. And I am Bianca Thomas. And we are your hosts of the Why Power Podcast, a podcast that helps you uncover, learn, and choose the actual reasons why you do what you do and inspires you to make better, more informed decisions because we all know that that definitely helps our growth in the upward trajectory of becoming a better human being. And that's what we are all about Today, we have a very special episode designed specifically for you called How to Take Back Control of Your Own Body. And before we dive into this episode, I think we have a quick little announcement to make. This is officially, officially, I can speak today. This is officially episode number 21 which means our baby can legally drink now, except we're not condoning that. But anyways, (laughs) (laughs) we are 21 episodes deep and Mm -hmm. it is beautiful and amazing. And we couldn't have gotten here if it wasn't for everybody listening. Um, We love and appreciate all of our listeners so much. And we truly hope that this show is changing your lives because it has changed Amelia's and mine so much. Mm, Yeah. Just being able to have the conversation with you all has, like Bianca said, changed our lives, but also allowed us to have such an impact in the world. And that is what we are so grateful to be able to have. Um, You know, it's definitely, it takes a lot of courage to get up here in front of everyone and to be vulnerable and to start talking about stuff that we genuinely believe in and hope that it helps you, uh, you know, and, and we understand and recognize that everyone is different. So we hope that no matter what it is that we say or resources that we provide, we hope that you in your own journey take away all the little golden nuggets for you. And like Bianca said, although we don't condone necessarily drinking because we know it is poison to the body, we are really happy to announce that we are 21 episodes in so far. And at one point, you guys, ladies, gentlemen, everyone out there, this was just a dream at one point. And so the topic that we're going to be jumping in today is a little bit more geared to the physical realm. So we've been talking a lot about mindset, about spirituality, about the emotional components of our human nature. But one of the most important thing, which is crucial to be able to actually achieving and stepping forward in the right direction is taking that physical movement towards your own goals. And so how to take back control of your own body is really predicated in and truly inspired by what we are all experiencing on a global level because of COVID-19. COVID-19 has really left the world in a state of shock. And so you know, so there's so many good and so many what some would deem bad that has come out of this. And I think that our intention here in this episode is to try to help you take back control of your own body because as we know, some of us are now living a more sedentary lifestyle than we have 
ever before in the past. And just historically speaking, as human beings, our species is now moving so much more less than we have done in the past. So physically, we are in a kind of like a stuck place for a lot of us that is really challenging. I just told B like my butt hurts from sitting all day. I work in a, a virtual setting. So, um, you know, I'm sitting a lot. And so it's super crucial to be able to move your body. And we just want to, with this episode, dive into how to take control of that mind because it's ultimately that mind that's going to move that body. Yeah. So I used to do fitness coaching. Um, unfortunately, I don't do it anymore because I just come to understand that my passion truly lies in helping people with their overall life and not just the fitness aspect. Um, but with that being said, Amelia and I are going to really try to give you a lot of really good just how-tos in this episode, and we'll dive more deeply into the why and the full structure in the next episode. But I want to give you some really quick and easy tips right now, just how to get back your body that you've always wanted or a dream body that you maybe never even thought that you could. Um, So with that being said, I think one of the first things to understand is your fitness is 100% predicated on your habits. You cannot build a millionaire body if you do not have millionaire habits. So it all depends on your habits. So for example, I go to the gym every morning with my partner at 4.30 in the morning. We're ridiculous. I don't really suggest everybody going at that early, but we're weird. So we go at 4.30 in the morning. Um, we, so yeah, decide. I think that's a good beforehand. habit. Just want to jump in there. I think it's good. And I don't think it's weird. <laughs> just FYI. Want to throw that in there. Appreciate you, girl. It's important. But yeah. That's one of our habits, you know, decide early on eating healthy food. That's a habit. Deciding not to go out every night. That's a habit. You know, it all depends on your habits. I think the next thing is to really understand is going to the gym realistic for you. I know that because of COVID-19, a lot of people are still really scared to go to the gym, um, which is 100% warranted, but decide early on or decide from now, now that you've made the decision to work on your body, is it going to be a home-based gym routine or a at the gym? And then plan it. I plan my workouts at the beginning of the week. So I know today was leg day. I go in with a plan and I write it out ahead of time to make sure that there, I don't have to question. I know exactly what's getting done when I'm in there. So there's no, well, I'm here. I don't know what to do. I don't like the gym. I'm bored, which is why I feel like a lot of people do get bored at the gym because they really don't know what to do. You know, so they're bouncing around from routine to routine, not really finding their groove. So if you're able to get a groove, you build a good habit, you're more likely to stick to it. Uh, I think the next thing is track your calories. I know So many people do not like doing this. It's hard. It is a pain in the butt when you first get started. But tracking your calories, I guarantee you, will be the sole predictor of whether you reach your goals or not. And there's research that shows this. If you don't know what is coming into your body, you have no idea or you will have no idea 
how to, you know, control it, how to control your weight, how to control the way that your body looks, how to, um, and just how to know what to change. So your calories are really going to depend on whether you're trying to lose weight or trying to gain weight. So first figure that out, then track your calories accordingly. The last thing that I want to say is schedule everything. And I know I said that before, but if it's written in your calendar, like I'm going to the gym today at this time, or I'm eating this meal at this time, you're more likely to do it because first of all, you wrote it out, regardless if it was on a phone or if it was, you know, handwritten. And then the next thing that you do and in CBT, like in the therapy that I do, they tell you to do this with all of your clients. If you're giving a homework assignment, before you even have your client leave the room, you have them mitigate any obstacles that might come up. So let's say you tell yourself, I'm going to the gym tomorrow at 5 a.m. You wrote it out. You told yourself you're going to do it, right? You have the plan in place. But what happens when it's five in the morning and you don't feel like going? You had no plan beforehand to make sure that you actually go. So you can cancel that promise to yourself. But if you already have mitigated any obstacles by creating some sort of incentive, like giving yourself a reward after, which I know sounds like childish, but there's research that it actually works, or whatever you decide to do, plan ahead of time. Because I know for me, Every morning I wake up, I'm like, wow, I really don't want to go. But because I know that I'm going with somebody and I have to meet someone there, that mitigates it. Because I know I have an obligation to this person, I have to go. So, yeah, reward yourself, come up with a plan ahead of time, mitigate any obstacles, and track your calories. Love it. That's a quick how-to from B. And um, I can definitely, all of those resonated deeply with me because... I've done, I've tried, and I've executed on all of those. I've won, I've lost, and I've failed and on all of those. And what, what's resulted of that is lessons. You learn as you fail. You know, every single day, I always say, like, courage is not necessarily, you know, what everyone thinks it is. I think it's, it's the willingness to show up every single day, even though you failed yesterday. And to do that over and over again, incorporating the lessons that you learned by failing. And what's funny about failing, even in your own fitness routine or even in taking control of your own body to move you into more of a physical uh, lifestyle centered around fitness um, or involved within fitness is that you always are gaining something. You know, you're always gaining and you always are increasing the I would say like value within yourself because once you show up, you are instilling that little center of reward in your brain of like, oh yeah, like self-esteem. Like I did this. Yes. Like, and the more you can stack those, the more you're going to end up winning in the long run because, you know, when we let ourselves down, there's nothing more disappointing than that. Right. And so to echo off of B, what I thought was really interesting when I started doing research for this topic was, you know, I tried to look at what what's our current situation right now? And I found it fascinating that over this whole pandemic phase, guess what went up 300% in growth in the overall consumer market? It was gym equipment. Gym equipment. 
That was second to bread machines. So first people want to make food. Second, they want to make sure they get their workouts in. I am proud of consumers out there because you're making sure you're getting your macros in and then you're making sure you're getting your fitness in. But that doesn't constitute everyone. What I, I think is extremely important. Yeah, who doesn't love bread? I had chipotle last night, <laughs> loved it. What's I, what I think is extremely important is to leverage the communal sense of fitness. Be touched upon it in terms of you know the accountability when you're showing up with a partner or workout buddy or whatnot. You're 10 times more likely to actually get there, whether it's your team. And people, kids know this by showing up with a team, you feel way more invigorated to actually get after it. And then you realize like this fitness, it's not necessarily for me, but it's for my team. If you can develop a habit to try to make it more of a team effort, whether that be like Bianca showing up with a partner with a friend, with a workout buddy to your actual gym location, if you feel safe and comfortable doing so and your gym condones that, do it. But what's really great about this whole pandemic is that innovation has really come to the forefront. You have virtual usage now more than ever. I think there was, I want to say, a 73% increase in virtual experience in the fitness realm, according to Forbes, that now has helped really allow people to get into fitness zones that they otherwise might have felt incompetent or afraid of, you know, trying out yoga. Someone might have felt a little bit of fear around that. So use and leverage the collaborative effort to harness the the competitive effort in terms Mm -hmm. of fitness to hold yourself accountable. And then I love to talk about double Ds. So with respects to the two Ds that I try to use in self-hack Dunkin' Donuts. Nope, not Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) The complete opposite. The literally the complete opposite of Dunkin' Donuts. It's decide (laughs) and discipline. You want to decide what you want to do for fitness. So like B said, you're absolutely scheduling if you're a scheduling person. You want to make sure that you're deciding in advance what it is that you want. For example, I remember when I started my fitness journey and I said, okay, this is what I want to look like because we automatically go to the aesthetic typically, right? I want to look, I want to have a body rather that's as muscular, as fit, and as toned as Jennifer Lopez. Her body right now is banging. I'm sorry. It's just absolutely beautiful because the muscular composition that she has in the natural body frame that she does is what to me is healthy. I'm deciding to play a long-term game. I'm not trying to lose 20 pounds right now. That's just not healthy. Decide that you're going to play a long-term game and then every single mini failure every single day, you'll actually be able to transform into to a win, into a lesson, into the esteem that you need to continue to showing up or to show up rather to have that courage. The second D is discipline. Be disciplined in your pursuit to happiness. Fitness is so important and it's so, we know that it helps reduce stress. We know that it helps center your body, your mind, your soul. And we know that when we finish a workout, there's tons of endorphins that's coming to our our body. All those happy, go lucky, good feelings that are actually being released in our neurosynapses in our mind. And so if you can leverage your own self hacks in that way, you you are literally rewarding yourself on a neurological level to continue to improve that behavior. And so right now we are to a degree at risk, right? According to Forbes, there was a survey that was saying that actually, you know, human beings are moving so much less now 
than they ever have. Why is that? Because we do have screens, because we do have the ability to actually work in a remote setting. I want to encourage all of you to move, to take control of your mind because your mind is what's going to move your body. If I asked you to look at your arm and pick it up, your arm wouldn't pick itself up. Your mind has to communicate to your limbs, to your bones, to your muscles to move, pick your arm up to grab a weight and to do it. So move it. If you can measure it, that's awesome. Calories, food, anything. Whatever you move, you want to measure. Otherwise, you're going to lose it. Same thing with your fitness, same thing with your mindfulness. And if you're a business owner, try to celebrate all the personal goals that you are your employees are working towards because it's challenging to fit everything in right now to actually achieve those fitness goals. <laughs> yeah. I think the last piece of advice that I'm going to give is something that I do with all of my clients now in a, for a life goal, but I also had them do it for like fitness goals, track everything. I have a spreadsheet. So all of my clients have their daily dozen spreadsheet, which is ultimately all of the tasks that they have to get done in a day. They track whether they did it or not on a spreadsheet. And it's really simple to make. I do it for my calories and for my body. And I also take pictures every week. So I check in with myself every week. I take pictures to see whether I'm actually making any sort of changes. And then I track my weight and my calories every day. And it's a little extreme, but the accountability of it, when you can see, oh my God, I was only supposed to eat 1,500 calories yesterday and I ate 2,500 and you're like, wow, I did not do my best, you know, accountability right there. It forces you to see what you are doing so you can make necessary changes. I want to put the warning out from now though, do not let pictures, numbers on the scale, numbers on a spreadsheet, anything like that, put you in that shame cycle of, wow, I did a bad job. I'm a bad person. Wow, I'm X, Y, and Z. Any negative slander that you say to yourself. The fitness industry is notorious for doing this, as Nikki Sharp mentioned in her episode of How to Make Health Sexy. The health industry is not sexy. It wants to put you down take it from someone who was in it for a little bit. I understand, but as easy as it is to get wrapped in that cycle, do your best not to. Have your friends talk to you. Have your family talk to you. Work with your partners and significant others. You know, Let them help you and guide you and get a coach. Having a coach was hands down the best decision for fitness I ever made because it really kept me accountable and I had someone there to bounce ideas off of, someone there to help me, someone to talk to when I wanted to binge like crazy because I was eating literally nothing and it was hungry all the time. Like getting a coach was the best decision I could have ever made. So I want to suggest to everyone out there, if you can hire one, hire one. And if you can't budget out your income and go get one. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> okay. Higher one. Well, here's the thing too. What's beautiful about the virtual space is that there are so many apps right now where you are having yeah. someone that's giving you that accountability factor. And that's, what's beautiful. I love, I use the app Aptive, A-A-P-T. 
TIV, I believe, but I also know there's beautiful mm-hmm. apps out there like Peloton, Mind, Mind Body, so many YouTube. amazing apps. Literally YouTube. Yeah, there's so many there's so many people who are so passionate like Bianca and I who want to help people be better versions of themselves. And so go seek out those resources because those are people who want to lift you up and help encourage you to go further and get in there. And something that I'm really proud about too, as we start to wrap this episode up is that like a lot of businesses right now, you know, more of the more progressive and modernized uh, businesses, they're actually taking people's health and their employees health seriously because they're realizing, like Bianca said, you know, when you're realizing a human being, you know, is, is at their best, it doesn't just you know, it's not just the physical, you need to incorporate overall wellness to be able to truly be wholesome, right? We, we talked mm. about health, health is wholeness, right? And so when it comes to actually taking control of your mind, your body and your soul, I do just want to give a shout out to all of the business owners who are out there listening and, and really taking it upon yourselves to be leaders in that and to value your employees for taking care of their health because it starts from the top down. Mm. So I want to con- encourage everyone to continue to fight for your own health because ultimately that's what's going to keep you around on this earth experiencing love, laughter, joy, all the lovey-dovey things that we love to experience. Absolutely. Just a final comment. Amelia and I are both onboarding new clients for our own coaching that we (laughs) do. Um, If you want help with your life mindset, developing the life that you want, that you've always dreamed of, that you never thought was attainable, reach out to me and Amelia, I'll let you plug away for yourself. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So I, my passion lies in helping people become really beautiful, you know, exponential human beings um, with greatness and the why power at the very, very center of it all. So I work with people um, in the realms of relationships. So I do relationship coaching and I work with investors to really try to heal at home so that we can be more flourished and thriving human beings in the workplace. And so um, if you want to have a tea talk with me, I like to grab a cup of coffee and talk about relationships and it um, is rather informal, but we definitely are wanting to expand the impact that we can have. So feel free to reach out to Bianca or myself. We would love to help you. But independent of all of that, we are really grateful that you are listening here today. It's super important to understand that you have it within your soul power to take control of your body. After COVID, all of us are struggling in our own ways. And I want to acknowledge that we are all our own warriors and we are getting through this together. And there is so much good that is coming out of this. And so if we can be a beacon of light and help you find your way through all this chaos and to turn it into something that's way more transformational for your own health and your fitness, for your family to experience, for you to stick around a little bit longer and be that much more fulfilled, that's why we're here. So thank you for letting us be a part of that. Absolutely. Make sure you listen to this episode, share it with someone that you love, and make sure to listen to our last episode, if you didn't get a chance to, with Francisco Aller Garcia. That was an amazing episode. We loved talking to him. So if you haven't heard it yet, make sure you go listen. Mm.
Yeah. Such a powerful episode. Oh my God. Talk about fitness. Um, overcoming, yeah, right? overcoming such challenge, challenging and circumstantial circumstances. He's just such a inspiration to us all and stay tuned for our next episode. We will be talking about why physical fitness is so important for your overall health and why taking control of your mind is super important to be able to be the catalyst for your own change. Absolutely. We'll see you then. Bye. If this episode resonated with you or you gained value from it, please leave us a five-star review so that we can encourage more people like you to discover their own why power. It's more important now than ever that people have their why power. So please stay connected and text why power to 31996 right now to become an exclusive member of our wiser community. We're so excited to connect with you and to have you along the journey. Remember to follow us on Instagram or Facebook at the Y Power Podcast. Visit us at theypowerpodcast.com and to chat with us directly on Instagram at Amelia May or Bianca Alexa. This content is intended for information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional counseling or psychotherapy, medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Names and identifiable personal details mentioned in respective podcast episodes and stories may have been changed to protect personal privacy and identity.